I always wondered what you got that yas yas thing from. I finally saw it. Somebody sent it you to me. You saw it? The lions. Yes. Hey. Want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks on a Great Podcast. My name is Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. <laughs> and Shelly Walter. Yes. Shelly, what was that, first of all? And then, <laughs> what's got you kicking out this week? Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was yes. There's no other way to explain it. It almost went unanswered. Then I was like, wait, no. Gotta say something. <laughs> um, well, what's happening with me? Not that much. I'm still playing lots of... Well, I did play lots of Black Desert Online this week. But then I had to stop playing because of finals. So finals are this week. But I only have two days of finals. So thankfully it won't last that long. I'll just get those two days out of the way. Then it'll be spring break. Then I can play all the video games I want to play. And it'll be amazing. It's going to be great. I just have to make it through finals. So that's kind of it. I also stayed up really late playing Smash last night. How'd your zombie thing go? That well. Um... I turned into a zombie at the very last, like, night mission. Okay. So I, I lasted longer. That. Yeah, I lasted longer than pretty much all the humans. But I didn't... I wasn't one of the last humans. It was just... Very cool. I didn't realize I it was, was that the very last mission thing. Last yeah, night. I, I, cool. I mean, I don't know how other schools do it. Uh, but at our school, we have night missions every night. Um, and then the, if you want to try to become the last human alive, you have to go to the last night mission. And if you don't go to it, okay. then you're... I mean, you aren't a zombie, but you're kind of out of the game because it's like the last night to do it. So... Right. Makes sense. Yeah. But cool. I'm proud of myself for lasting pretty much the whole game. So, yeah. Very cool. How about you, Joe? Uh, the division. The division. Has it divided up your life? Oh, the division. That wasn't the best uh, pun I could think of, but yes. <laughs> uh, the the division. Yeah, <laughs> the division. that has been the last week. Uh, I've put about thirty hours into it since last wow. Tuesday. Wow. I took a day off work and put about fourteen hours into it that day, and then so it's that's terrible. What, that's what you're saying, huh? Well, I guess you'll have to wait until the review is live on the site because I stayed up till Ooh. two a.m. last night writing that as well. Speaking so, of the site, not to completely throw Joe off, I'll let you continue. But the website is completely redesigned, and I'm super stoked about that. Yeah, we it's took not care of that. Completely redesigned, but there's a lot it of looks redesign. Looks hot. Yeah, we are starting renovations. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm very excited for what's coming up. Gonna have all kinds of new hotness, new formats, new. New looks, new layouts. It's gonna be. If you want to tell someone about the podcast, you can tell them to go to geeksundergrace.com and find it there. Yeah, we have a tab now. Yeah, yeah, that's new. (laughs) (laughs) Click the big button that says podcast, or anything else we do as well. The Facebook community is in there. Um, The donation button. Christian news show, yeah. Christian news show is in there. Yeah. 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 And Twitch. That was the other one. But anyway, I'll let you continue. Yeah. 
no, the the division is awesome. I really enjoy it. Maybe so the the question I got today from a guy was, should I get the division or Fallout Four? Here's my response. If you have other people to play with, get the division. Okay. Um, you can still play division single player, but I have to, as far as a single player experience, Fallout 4, I think. Beats out. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Makes sense. That said, it does a lot of really cool things that get it their hooks into me. Destiny, you know, it's got that loot grind a little bit. Mm-hmm. Division's got that loot grind a lot, a bit. Okay, <laughs> you can get you can get customized gear all over, like backpacks, knee pads, gloves, uh, boots, oh, wow. weapons. So you can carry two big firearms and a, and a sidearm, and all of it can have different stats and boosts. And for all the weapons, you can put like your own silencers or muzzle attachments, your own scopes, your own. Underbarrel attachments, so like laser sights uh, and stuff. Could you imagine if you could customize stuff on Destiny like that? Right, right, yeah. Fancy. It would maybe make me go back. <laughs> and then, um, so I've got about thirty hours into it so far. I'm probably two thirds of the way through the story. So there's still plenty more to do, and I've put a lot of time into the Dark Zone. The Dark Zone is the one thing I really want to talk about. My buddy was asking me, you know, when he was talking to me about should I get Fallout or, or this. He's a huge Call of Duty fan. And, you know, I said, there isn't really that competitive multiplayer there in the same respect. Like, you're not going to get a bunch of matches of Team Deathmatch like you might want. But the Dark Zone is probably the single most unique multiplayer experience I've had from a shooter ever. Okay. And, and I'll, I'll tell you a quick story that'll kind of give you the breakdown on, on how that plays out. So you and your group go in, and you can kill NPCs to earn loot. And the NPCs are a lot tougher in the Dark Zone. You can only carry like seven pieces of loot. And if you're carrying loot, it shows up in a pack on your back. I think we discussed that with the beta. Um, so me and my brother and a buddy went in. We got... We all had full loot packs, and so we, we check our bags, and, we're, and we check the uh, the map, and we're like, okay, what's the closest extraction point? Cool, it's about a block north. So we go a block north, and it's an abandoned parking structure. Okay. Like, okay, we need to be careful going up this, because we're probably going to get capped going around a corner from one level to another. We slowly work our way up, and there's nobody around. We're like, oh, this is so awesome. So we all take cover behind like trucks and stuff. My brother fires the flare into the air to let everybody know that we're, you know, calling in that helicopter. And my buddy activates a ping at the same time so that we can see if there are any enemies around. And literally the next deck above us, there are six guys with no packs on their back doing uh, jump attacks. Like, oh no, we're so hosed. No. <laughs> and so they wait until the helicopter gets there. And me and my brother and my buddy are all like, okay, this is going to be bad. You know, they're going to come at us. They're going to wreck us. Don't shoot them because we'll go rogue. Chill, you know, like let them fire first and then we'll fire back. And so we're hiding. They start to approach and my brother freaks out and starts trying to mow the guy down. No. We get marked as rogue. They (laughs) slaughtered us, took all of our stuff. They got bonus stuff for killing rogue agents. 
And then they got all of our stuff too. No. Oh no. So you get those low lows, but you get those really high highs. You never know if somebody's going to be for you or against you when you approach them. So you get a bunch of people that you walk up to who are like making a hand gesture, like no, 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 or doing jumping jacks, or like, and then they'll turn around and shoot (laughs) you in the back. It is really fun though. It is, and uh, it's got its hooks in me pretty deep right now. That's awesome. That's cool that it has that setup. Yeah, it's it's, like a like a huge MMO. It sounds like reminds me of RuneScape back in the day. You go into the wilderness, and they would take you out in the wilderness. (laughs) (laughs) Going old school, yeah. And then, like I said, you know, it's got the customized stuff, but it's also got like a base building mechanic. And then you can actually take materials and stuff and build, like create new weapons and new mods and new pieces of gear. So it's got a lot going on. It's fun. If if you got folks to play with, it's an I think it's a must buy for the year. Wow. You heard it here first before you heard it on the website, but. Make sure you go check Still it out, check on, it the out on the website to get more details of what's going on. I'm going to say, read All the 1,200 words I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do it. Very cool. What about you, Cody? What have you been into? I, a lot, actually. So last Thursday, I guess I'll start from the beginning. We went to the Red Conference a couple weeks ago. We brought that up, um, and right, I did a yep. booth there. So it was at the church that I go to. And so I knew a lot of the people there because of the Red Conference. I met them, and so I went to catch up with them. And one of the guys is like, hey, Buffalo Wild Wings after this. I'm like, all right, yeah, sure. I'm thinking, you know, four or five people are going to be there. Basically, everyone that I met at the Red Conference that went checked out (laughs) Kings Under Grace um, is at this giant table of Buffalo Wild Wings. And uh, it was a really, really cool experience just getting to kind of hang out with these people. Um, And one of them invited me to their small group which I haven't done a small group in a long time because I've never had time for it. My only real nights off are Tuesdays and Fridays. On Fridays, I like to kind of be to myself because I work on the weekends. Uh, he does it on Tuesdays. So That's I'm nice. going to a small group tomorrow for the first time um, in years, which I'm very excited about because I haven't been in a small group in a long time. But uh, they're all Christian geeks. And that, that sounds just, great. That's, yeah. Yeah. Just the way things work, man. I, I don't know. God is good. It, it's yeah. just weird how it all kind of worked out like that. Um, Definitely. <laughs> so I'm, Most of the guys in my group are geeks, too. So Yeah, it's very cool. <laughs> I felt, I don't know, the, the church that I go to, it's very huge. Um, I kind of get to know the volunteer staff, but I only kind of talk to them when I'm volunteering on Thursday nights. And uh, not people that I would really think to hang out with that much. Uh, they're a little bit older than I am, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, so I haven't had that kind of community and fellowship the church is supposed to bring. Um, this is going to be really, really cool. I'm very excited about it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, other than that, I've been watching House of Cards. Still, I haven't got through it, which I'm kind of happy with. Season three, I watched in two days. And so we've been taking this two or three episodes at a time instead of watching it in two days. Uh and it's so good, and so I, I don't want to give too much away, um, but I thought it was going to go one way for the entire season, and it completely tore that idea apart, and I was really, really happy about that. Um, I didn't think it was a boring like direction that it was going, 
until after they tore it apart and made it interesting again. And then I was like, oh, man, I'm really glad they did this. Um, and so it's I don't remember what episode I'm in now, but it's gotten really exciting very quickly. It, it's just so well written. Again, mm-hmm. for people who don't know what it is, it's a very dark, very R-rated, I guess, very mature um, show. But it's right. and it's a political show. You don't really need to watch it if you don't know politics. Like, if you don't know politics, you're still going to enjoy it. Um, but know that it's dark. You have to really like dark storytelling um, to get into it at all. As Joe yeah. said, you know, the first yeah. scene is them killing a dog. And that sets the tone for the rest of the... <laughs> for the whole thing. The rest of the yeah. whole series, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I am trying to finish that before Daredevil comes out, because that comes out like next week, I think. Friday! It comes out this week, yeah. So i got a lot to do. Um, I can't wait for Daredevil. <laughs> uh, there then, aren't very many... Go ahead. I was saying, there aren't very many shows that I binge, but Daredevil's going to get close. Oh, Definitely. <laughs> And yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit later, but Luke Cage has gotten its uh, release date as well um, through the Daredevil marketing. So we'll get down in that. Luke Cage was in, uh, what's her name? Jessica Jones. Okay. Right. That's one that I didn't watch. Okay. Um, Luke Cage, I don't think is going to have the same tone that Jessica Jones did. He's okay. the Hulk without strength. He's invincible. Um, he's still super strong. He's not like Hulk strong though. Yeah. More of an invincible guy than a strength guy. Um, he's just built jacked naturally. Okay. And then the last show that I've been watching, the other show that I just started watching that I'm totally going to get into. Nobody seems to like this. Of Kings and Prophets. Did you guys watch that at all? I haven't seen Never it at all. What channel it. does it come on? ABC. Okay. And oh. I was told that it's going to have different content when you watch it online. I didn't see where that was at. Um, so this whole thing of Kings and Prophets, it is a gritty biblical show about the book of Samuel. Okay. And the people at ABC did a huge disservice by saying this, but they said that they were going for a biblical Game of Thrones. That's not... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I... They did such a huge disservice because, for one, people are expecting that now, and that's not what the show is whatsoever. Uh, I mean, it's an ABC show. You can't, for one. Really? Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you wouldn't but, want that to be that. Right. But I think a lot of people hear that, and then they see the show, and it is very violent. There is some alluded sexual content like you would see on a cable TV show. You know, they have a sex scene, so they start it off, and then it blacks out. Um, yeah. It does all of that like a normal show would. And uh, I've been telling people, if you watch The Walking Dead or you watch Vikings, you're getting this very similar content from this show as you are from them. And a ton of people are ragging on it. They say it's too gritty to be biblical, too gritty to be a Christian show. Uh, (laughs) And I'm sitting here going, this is what I've been wanting. Like, (laughs) this is what I've been asking for. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It doesn't apologize. It just does it like it's... I mean, it's definitely not... I don't know how accurate it is. Um, They're pulling the whole season out of the Book of Samuel. Um, But it's it's really good. If you like the Vikings, you're really going to be into it. If you want to say that it's not Christian enough for you, I definitely think 
that like if you're watching those other shows, you're being a little bit hypocritical. I'm yeah. going to have to check this out now. It sounds really interesting. It's real. I like it. Everyone has a British accent. People get mad about that, but that's every Bible show. Yeah. The, <laughs> the Old Testament is full of rough stuff. Yeah. No, definitely. There's The Bible is it all clean and perfect. There's there's what? stuff in there that you wouldn't, you know, the average person wouldn't expect to see in the Bible. There's, you know, war and there's death and all that stuff. So you so can't just make this out. Yeah, what got David in trouble is that he didn't go out during the season of war. Like, yep. Yeah. It was like, oh, it's spring again. Time to go to battle. Like, right. And a lot of it's what we do every March. Political. Um, and I guess kind of like that, it's it, as like Game of Thrones in that way. Um, there's a lot of political stuff going on. Um, King Saul, isn't it King Saul? He's supposed to go out and uh, kill everyone from this one land. I'm sorry oh, that yeah. I'm not. And he doesn't I know what do you're it. About. Yeah. yeah. Um, he does all of it except for a little bit, and then he gets in trouble. Uh, that's the very first episode is kind of starting that. Um, huh. A whole wow, thing's that's, brutal. Yeah, yeah, God said, hey, wipe these people off the earth. And he says, <laughs> I'll do that, but I want to keep the good stuff for myself. Yeah, exactly. God said, oh, it's really interesting because he has to battle with it in the first place. He goes, we haven't been to war with them in decades, centuries, whatever it is. He's like, I don't want to start anything. I'm trying to get everyone together. Mm-hmm. And they're like, that's what God's saying to do. You you don't question that. And he gets to struggle with it. It's It's been really cool. Um, I'm really surprised a lot of people don't like it. I don't think it's going to stick around for long, and that makes me really sad. Because it's what Christians have been saying. Don't make a super preachy, cheesy show. Right. Right. What but. was the name of it again? Of Kings and Prophets. Of Kings and Prophets. Is that available? Do you know if that's available to watch online? Yeah. If you go to, um, if I'm sure if you just Google Kings and Prophets, you'll find it. It's on ABC Go, I think they call the website. Um, All right. But you can watch it from there. Okay. And it comes out every Tuesday. Wow. The first headline I see is Of Kings and Prophets tried to be Game of Thrones and failed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think oh, it does. I don't my. know. I think it's good. It's a great cable show. Um, going on from that, we, before we get into all the geekery going on in the world right now, we do have we have a couple Facebook um, messages, I guess. I asked people what they wanted us to talk about on the podcast. Uh, one person, she said that her husband is reading a lot of fantasy novels. She was just wondering if any of them are over-sexualized. And it's really hard to answer that because anything can be over-sexualized. There's over-sexualized video games, over-sexualized movies, asking if there are books out there like that, even if it's just a specific genre. Of course, there are. Game of Thrones, we've been talking about a very obvious... Oh, it's uh, incredibly graphic, especially for... I mean, it's yeah. the most graphic book I've ever read. Yeah, I haven't heard... I mean... I, it should be, isn't it actually like fairly close to the show? Or is I it not? I stopped watching the show because it was faithful. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So many people have heard about everything that's on the show and all that stuff. Pretty much all of it's going to be in the book. So uh, that's that's Game of Thrones. But I'm, yeah. I, I can't really think of fantasy books that I've read that are over sexualized. Um,. Hmm. But I know there are out there. Definitely out there. Yeah, definitely. 
I'm definitely not a relationship counselor by any means, but I would just ask your husband. And I don't, I don't want that to feel like a cop out answer, but um, talk to him about him, ask him what's going on in them, yeah, and be blunt. Yeah, I mean, like any, literally any media can be turned into, it can right. be twisted and misused. Definitely, yeah. Cool. Going from that, let's get into some gaming news. It looks like we may have uh, slipped the launch date for Final Fantasy fifteen. Supposedly, it looks like sometime in September. Uh, September 30th is the date I saw. Okay, September 30th. So maybe end of September, early October... Definitely before the holiday rush, uh, we could have the the newest Final Fantasy game in our hands, and that's really exciting. Yeah, I'm waiting a wow. long time. It's finally happening. <laughs> I've got a buddy that's been losing his mind at work since they announced it at E3 and showed footage, and you know released yeah. the uh, they included the the playable demo top deal with Final Fantasy Top Zero. Oh, and he cool. played through it like three times. <laughs> He's super excited for 15. So there's oh. an ardent fan base that's excited oh, for that. Definitely. Now that said, you know, who knows if that date is real. Uh, but I don't, it's I don't something. believe. Yeah. I don't believe Square Enix has come out and said that, like confirmed right. that date yet. It's rumored, mm-hmm. but from a yeah. lot of sources. Yeah. yeah. So geeks, and look, look forward to... Uh, to the fall. It, it could be a real good time for us. Definitely. Uh, in bigger news, in my opinion... Oh, definitely. Uh, Microsoft has come out and publicly said that they would be willing to work with Sony to make cross-play work between the Xbox One and the PlayStation 4. And so wow. my understanding is that now the ball's kind of in Sony's court. <laughs> and I got to be honest with y'all. My brother heard that and he's like, that's weird. And I was like, you don't understand. Like, Phil Spencer is one of the coolest men on earth to me. Mm-hmm. I I, th- I respect him more in his lead role with, with Xbox because he seems like he's a genuine gamer at heart. Mm-hmm. He, he's not trying to pit A against B. And, of course, he leads one of these teams. But he's, I mean, to to get into the terminology, he's kind of reaching across the aisle here. He's like, hey, we both have cool stuff and, and our people could enjoy playing it together. Let's let them do that. Yeah. Let's forget and the rivalries and just make something awesome. We could officially find out who's better, PlayStation or Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Player-wise, yeah. at least. Anybody yeah. who's been a member of the community and known me for any period of time knows that I hate the art of fanboyism. It doesn't matter what platform it's for. Let people play what they play. And so I think it'd be great if, you know, um, if my brother were to get uh, Rocket League on the Xbox One, I could I could fire it up on my PS4 and totally have a game with him. That's yeah, awesome. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's really gosh. interesting, too, because I feel like a lot of people had Xbox 360s because everyone else had Xbox 360. Oh, the PS3 came yeah. out. Anyone I talked to, they said, I don't have a PS3. Nobody plays it. Yeah, my PS3 so yeah. was for single player stuff. I mean, yeah. I, I still don't have either. So. <laughs> <laughs> you could um, probably afford an Xbox 360 now. Yeah, probably, but. 
Is it worth it? Should I just save up for one? Yeah. <laughs> apparently, apparently, especially with this this news, I should. I would love <laughs> to see this move forward, though. Definitely, I would be. I've been saying this since the Xbox 360. I wish we could play with PS3 and Xbox 360 together. So this is like a dream come true. Yeah. Um, if it and happens, then so, there's yeah, Wii U. So and and I know I'm not the only one. My only question thing. is: Will Nintendo NX join in as well? Because if they don't, they're going to be really left in the dust. How sick like- would it be to see NX owners being able to jump into the same Call of Duty match as PS4 and Xbox One owners? That would be cool. Oh that would be... It's hard to wrap my mind around because Nintendo has always been fairly stubborn and saying, no, mm-hmm. we're going to do our own thing. We're going to you know, re-release all these games that everybody loves because we're Nintendo. Um and I mean, I love Nintendo, but there's going to get a time where that's not going to work anymore. And especially with this move with Microsoft potentially working with Sony. Yeah, Nintendo's just going to be left in the dust. Um, so they got to make a decision if this is actually something that's going to happen. Because um, Nintendo, that could that could kick them out like Sega, potentially. I mean, Nintendo's strength is always, they've always put their their eggs in their first party title baskets. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's kept them afloat. And in fact, I mean, the the people that love them really love them. But yeah, I have a Wii U I, I because would, of Zelda. Right, I would love to see them get the third party support that the other two platforms have. Because mm-hmm. as a Wii U owner, you know, as somebody who plans, I, I'm sure I'll buy an NX. As much as I may say all of this, I continue to buy Nintendo platforms for their exclusives. Yes, I would love same. to be able to you know, play with everybody else on whatever platform I choose. If I like the controller for the NX the most, why can't I play with my brother? That would be Especially cool. Especially if it has that mm-hmm. mobility that they're talking about. Yeah. Oh, could yeah, you imagine seriously. against a PS4 person in your car? I guess you'd have that internet. You'd have to be somewhere with internet. But <laughs> right, right. If, what if get a cars con, get like, Wi-Fi? Cool <laughs> That'd so be insane. Yeah, so it's it's big news that came out. That's that's really exciting, and I guess we'll just have to wait to see how Sony responds. Nintendo has not even been mentioned in the conversation yet, so <laughs> they really can't be yet. Not yet. Console, no. and then we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll find out in the next few months. Who knows? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we'll go ahead and get into the pool list for the week. We got a few to work through this week. I'm going to start with the big titles and work my way down. That's kind of what I do every week anyway, but. Uh, Pokin Tournament. Yeah. Comes out Friday. I I don't know what that noise was, but it was exciting. I don't got no money to buy it, but I want it. (laughs) I have no time to play it, but I want it. I want to see footage of this before I commit to buying it. Uh, It's like... footage out there. It's like 3D Smash with just Pokemon. Someone told me it wasn't very much like Tekken, and that worried me. From the footage you've seen, is it? I thought it looked like it. Um, I don't know. It's really hard to tell because they're using a lot of Pokemon moves. Not necessarily fighting moves. Okay. I'll stand by this. I still think Pokken should have gone... It wouldn't have sold as well. But done just fighting Pokemon and had like a fighting psychic, a fighting grass, whatever it would be. Like fighting and then a subtype. And had them fight out with their powers. But... I think it's going to be cool regardless. Okay. Yeah, I still want it. 
<laughs> it's just. Uh, and that's going to be a big headliner article. That is for the Wii U alone. If you don't own Nintendo's console, you can't play it. Take that, PS4. <laughs> I, I don't know that PS would PS4. Monster Rancher would be the PS4 specialty there. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's ever going to. We don't ever have to worry yeah. about Monster Rancher coming back. <laughs> uh, also coming out this week, EA Sports UFC 2. That's the one that's got Conor McGregor and... Uh, Oh, my my brain just went dead. What's the name of the lady fighter that's on the front? Ronda? Ronda Ronda. Rousey. Wow. Edit that out. (laughs) Do it again. Say who it is again. Yeah. So that's the one that's got Conor McGregor and Ronda Rousey on the front. And there's been talk of the Madden curse making its way over to USC as well. (laughs) Well, I mean, like, Ronda got beat. Yeah, Connor Connor got pretty well manhandled in his last fight. He was fighting up two weight divisions, but still, he ran that mouth and then he got it knocked down for him a little bit. Uh, <laughs> so both of them got put on the front of the box and then both got beaten. It's but that's coming out, and yeah, it looks it looks like a solid entry in the in the franchise. I watched an episode of Clueless Gamer where Conan O'Brien plays. <laughs> and he played UFC 2 against Conor McGregor as Conor McGregor. <laughs> and it was hilarious. That does sound but, funny. Y'all check that out if you haven't yet. Uh, also coming out this week, Samurai Warriors 4 Empires for the PlayStation 4. If you're a fan of the franchise, you know what you're getting yourself into. Empires tends to be the more strategy-focused entries in that series. Uh, we've also got Joe Dever's Lone Wolf. That game's been out on PC. It's an RPG uh, it's been out on PC for quite a while, and it's finally making its way to PS4. One that I'm particularly interested in, Salt and Sanctuary. Uh, it's a 2D Dark Souls game. It's the best way I know to, to kind of... It's a Christian explain. sim. Just kidding. Salt and Sanctuary. Yeah, so it's it's kind of a Dark Soulsy feel kind of play, but it's a 2D side scroller, like not side scroller, a 2D platformer with okay. these Dark Souls type elements built in. I think that looks cool. Interesting. Uh, Sinron Kagura Estival versus. I got it out. Woo. So <laughs> my understanding is that the Sinron Kagura games play kind of like Dynasty Warriors, Samurai Warriors games, but they're pretty fan servicey. Um And I I looked this one up just briefly, and it is rated mature for uh, pretty much anything you can imagine dealing with uh, (laughs) sexual content. It's what it looked like. It's very much catering to that audience. So know that going in if you're even going to consider that one. Probably just go for Samurai Warriors 4. I mean, hey. Yeah, why not? (laughs) Uh, also making its way to consoles this week, Sheltered, which really looks like a version of Fallout Shelter. Uh, but Sheltered has apparently been around for years on the PC, I guess. Apparently. Uh, and that's just now coming. What makes me question is, I mean, I've never heard of it. Was Did it really get that popular that now they have to put it on console? Or did they just decide to put it on console? Randomly? Sony... Sony parlays with a lot of indie developers, and so you know several. Like Joe Dover, Joe Dever's Lone Wolf. Like I said, that's an indie game, 
that that's been on the PC for several years now. I mean, it's right. it's been on Steam for five or ten bucks before. So the art in um, this sheltered game looks really like iffy. It <laughs> looks a little rough. Yeah, a little square. There's a good way to put it. <laughs> so that's coming out. If you're interested in uh, playing Fallout Shelter, not in a Fallout universe. I bet it's more detailed. Well, the the description of the game actually sounded kind of interesting, but uh, I'll leave that to you all to go look at. And finally coming out this week, Aegis of Earth Proto Novus Assault. Uh, this is coming out on the major consoles, maybe on PC, I don't remember. But it the, the concept is basically like you are in, in control of a city, you have to set it up to defend against giant alien monster attackers and it's the last of mankind of course so Gotta it actually looks the world yeah it's it's a strategy game and it actually looks kind of interesting so the first game right. like attack on titan oh huh. oh yeah yeah that, no one's gonna get that unless you've seen attack on titan literally there is a city with walls and that's where my mind went <laughs> <But>. <laughs> Speaking of Attack on Titan, I, this is kind of traversing over into the anime world, but did you all see Attack on Titan 2 got delayed again? I heard that. So, <laughs> fantastic. News. They're never bringing that out. They're going to milk it as long as they can. That's what they've been doing. You can get yeah. Attack on Titan Go. Whatever <laughs> that high school thing is that they have going on. No, that's just weird. I Zero I don't even watch that. Attack on Titans, and that's just weird. I hear so what it's called. There's some kind of Attack on Titan sub show where they're all chibis and they're all. High I thought it was middle school. I thought it was like middle school. Middle. I don't know. Something that's unnecessary. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, I'll leave you all with this for video games for the week. If you head on over to the website, the headline article is one that I think a lot of people are going to be interested in. Uh, Maurice's review of The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD is now live on the site. And, and he is uh, always incredibly detailed. I'm going to say True. he really liked that game. So. That's good. Go check see, that out. He, he's very well spoken. He, he's very well thought out. So maybe head over there and see what he had to say about the game. Cool. That's it for video games. Since you brought up anime, we might as well go right into that. I got super excited about this first one and then realized that it's not exciting at all for anyone in the United States. It's going to get worse and worse as I go. But here's the headline. <laughs> Sword Art Online and Dot .hack crossover happened. And I'm super stoked because Sword Art Online, and for those of you who don't know what Dot .hack is, because Sword Art Online has been more popular, Dot .hack is Sword Art Online but like 10 years ago. Like so there were like 10 installments of that franchise on PlayStation 2. And so I, when I watched Sword Art Online, I was like, oh, they completely stole the idea. I'm getting this idea that maybe, it seems to be more of a genre in Japan. There are okay. a ton of different variations of like, I guess kind of a locked in video game. Yeah. Huh. It's a genre. There's Even the guy who made Sword Art Online has a totally different story with the same concept. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they're doing a crossover, and that sounds amazing. And then you find out that it is a mobile game. So, okay. <laughs> well, that sounds not, not nearly as, as cool. Well, not you said that's in Japan. That sounds that sounds perfect for Japan. 
it's a mobile game, and it's in Japan, not in the United States, so you can't read anything unless you know it's Japanese. <laughs> um, oh, or probably hell. get it. I don't know if you can get it. I'm sure if you're Android, there's ways to get the game. Yeah. Um, APKs and whatnot. But probably. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear any of that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I don't know. Sword on Online, Dot Hack. I really, for what I love that Japan's totally open to stuff like this, crossovers just seem to happen all over the place. True. But I really wish it would have been an anime episode or movie. Yeah. What I really want, we're talking about this just real quick. Joe, I know you appreciate this. I want an Ultimate Blade Works movie crossed over with Sword on Online's Kirito. And I want him to be one of the uh, fighters. One of the servants? Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Anyway. They could do a lot with Ultimate Blade Works as a crossover. I wish I, I understand how cool that would be, but I don't watch either of them. <laughs> oh, you got to. <laughs> you need to watch I, You should. I should. And, and I watch Joe a lot of things. You I gotta watch a lot of things. Is it on Netflix? I don't even know. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's, that's right. Oh. And in well... Have you cool. guys? Yeah, seen, you don't, you uh, don't even have to read subtitles for it. Yeah. Have you <laughs> yeah, guys seen yeah. the Justice League picture of anime characters running around Facebook? Yeah. No. It's got One Punch Man as the middleman, which I really don't oh, like. Oh yes. He's the leader. Yeah. I but that. Oh. it has uh, Edward Elric, and Kirito, and Naruto, and Goku, and it's the idea that it would be a Justice League type series about these anime characters, uh, which would, would be amazing. Be... That's a uh, lot of intellectual properties you're trying to get yeah. a hold of. Definitely. Okay. Moving on, we can talk about some movie news. And movie news was really light. Everything in the movie news right now is literally uh, Batman vs. Superman, Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Yep. And that's it. it for the most Pretty part. Much. Some huge news for Half-Life people. Half-Life 3, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Troll! <laughs> but J.J. No. Abrams is working on a Half-Life movie and a Portal movie. Yeah. Huh. That'll be, um, maybe those will actually be good video game movies. That's not a thing that happens often. Because, I, I mean, J.J. Abrams is, he makes legit good movies. I mean, Star Wars, Star Trek, stuff like that, so. That's curious. I, yeah. I feel like Joe? he'll do well. It I don't worries know how me that Portal is more of a puzzle game and that you have to throw in something in there. More story, yeah. more... Like, I don't know. Because Portal, you're just stuck in the lab and you're trying to shoot around your Portal gun and get out of a puzzle to get out of the lab. That's the whole, like, thing in the game. Well, and I don't think that would make a good movie... Uh, per se, but J.J. Abrams would make it good, I guess. (laughs) The bigger issue to me is that both of the iconic characters from those games are silent protagonists. Yeah, that's true, too. Like, what are you talking about that? And that's part of the beauty of the game, too. Right, you're going to give voices to these characters that everyone has internalized since their inception. It's like like making a Legend of Zelda movie and having Link talk. I would be more okay with yeah. these people talking, because then you get kind of their thoughts and the stuff, especially since they're so isolated in the games. 
where with Link, I would be really mad if he talked in the movie. And I know if they ever do any kind of Zelda thing, Link is going to talk. He talks in the mangas and everything like that. Um, yeah. He also talks in Twilight Princess. Fun fact. It's very subtle, but it makes me so mad in Twilight Princess. Uh, I can't remember the girl's name that you're trying to save. Uh, she goes, wait, did you say this? And then you have a yes or no <laughs> option. And I'm like, no. <laughs> I remember I that, yeah. say anything. <laughs> but a uh, different story. I don't remember that. Um, I really wish that Link would just like be quite, as quiet as possible and let everything roll. These two, I'd like to hear their thoughts as they're going through it. So you don't really get that. You have to kind of think for yourself, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. But I have always wondered, you know, what is Shell thinking while she's running through all that stuff? Not you, Shelly. Huh. <laughs> it would be really cool to to see whoever they're going to bring in, you know, whether it's, you know, Wheatley or... Wheatley, oh my gosh, that'd be hilarious. I'd love that. I will say this, um, if J.K. Simmons is not Cave Johnson, I will be very disappointed. <laughs> because he kind of looks the part, I think they can make him look the part, and he yeah. obviously sounds the part, but nobody is going to sound like Cave Johnson but him. He has such a unique has voice. has to be him. And then Glados, they got they can't mess up that. You can, Glados, I mean you yeah. could even you could even get the original voice actor for Glados. Yeah, I think she was a vocalist. Really? I don't know if that's true or not. I want I to say it is. Think because in Pacific Rim, uh, they use the same program um, to voice the commands in Pacific Rim. Uh, Ellen McLean is not a vocaloid. I know because she's also well. I'm not gonna say spoilers in case she I'm sounds exactly the same in Pacific Rim. I wonder if they used her then. I was told they were using the same program. It says that she is in Pacific Rim as well. Okay, so they just well, used her the computer voice. voice. Yep. Okay, that then. makes sense. It sounded really weird in Pacific Rim. It made me really mad. They made a joke. It sounded totally fine until they made a joke with it, and then I was like, "It's Glados." Yep. Um, Glados. My thoughts, real quick, on this. Half-Life movie is going to be another Aliens movie. I'm not super stoked about that. I know some people are going to be like super excited, and maybe they can make it Half-Life 3 and take a ton of people off. Um, <laughs> I would love to see a Portal movie just because the genre would be a suspense comedy, and that's not something you see every day. I think that alone could make it an interesting movie. That could be curious, yeah. Yeah, because that's kind of what the game is. You're, you're stuck... And again, like, yeah, you're stuck in a lap. You're trying to get out. So it's a serious situation. But then there's GLaDOS and Wheatley and all this comic relief, um, mm-hmm. which kind of makes the game. So right. you kind of have and to not incorporate that. that wouldn't make it a like it wouldn't be a portal movie without the comedy. Exactly. Well, yeah. Maybe, maybe you don't even have GLaDOS and Wheatley. Maybe you have the, the two twin robots. Uh, right. And even E-Body yeah. and Atlas. Don't do this, Joe. That's don't true. do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> Or Let's maybe you just have, have all, all of them. Yeah, just just have ensemble have cast. Of them. Yeah. Um, so all of this to say, it, it's in the works. They just got their writers, I believe. Um, okay. So, so it's gonna be so a little. You're while. looking at years. Yeah, they're happening someday, is what you're looking at. Okay. Yeah. Still, still good news to hear, though. Uh, let's just go right into the poll list for this week. Not a lot of movies coming out, but movies that are coming out that I found. At least uh, Divergent Series Allegiant Part 1 is coming out, and I feel like that's kind of big. Um, I'm a little sad that it's Part 1 because they split into parts like they are doing with every series' last book now, which I <laughs> yep. hate. I really don't like that because it is just money. I mean, I remember when 
they split up the last Harry Potter book, and at first I wasn't upset. Not first Harry Potter book. They split up the last Harry Potter book, and um, one was so boring. I I first I thought it would be a good idea because you know, it's a fat book and you gotta leave everything in it, but they still cut stuff out even with two movies, and it was just to get money. So I'm pretty sure that's what you're doing with um, Allegiant, and I'm gonna see it. But I don't know what to expect from it. Because, I mean, I read all the books. Did you guys read the books? None of them. Okay. So, the first movie was pretty faithful to the book, I'd say. Um, I enjoyed it. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but it was definitely not bad at all. The second movie was nothing like the book. And it really upset me. um, Because I actually kind of liked that book. So, this last one... I I didn't like the book. The last book, so... I don't know what to expect from the movie. Maybe I'll like the movie. Who knows? But it's also part two I'm more worried about anyway. So, um... Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I'm hoping it doesn't turn into, like, Mockingjay. <laughs> but have you read the book series? Yeah. Okay. I-, I have read the Divergent series. Yeah, yeah. So... Okay. I have not. Um, but yeah, so there's that. That's big. Uh, we also have Miracles from Heaven... That's right, PG, um, and that sounds actually really interesting. It's about a young girl suffering from a rare digestive disorder, and she finds herself miraculously cured after surviving a terrible accident. So it's definitely a Christian movie. That's so, the one that's got a big-name actor in it, right? Yeah, it has Jennifer Garner. There you go. Okay, yeah. So it's actually, it's actually kind of big. Um, I mean, most uh, Christian movies aren't really they don't really get paid attention to but i feel like this one is getting a little bit more pay attention to because it's not it's not like uh, a lot of other biblical movies where it's from you know it's like a historical thing um it's it's present day it's more relatable to people uh, it's a family based so i think more people would be able to relate to it um so it may actually be really really good and apparently jennifer garner actually became a christian during filming so that's really cool. Um, huh. So I may actually see this one. There have it been looks kind of good Christian mo- movies available. I mean, so you know what? Two weeks ago, I went and watched Risen, and yeah, then we the, had Young. Uh, well, what was the one last week? Young, young, young Jesus Messiah. or Young Messiah? Young Messiah yeah, I think. yeah. So and both then, of those were yeah biblical. Like those are kind of focusing more on the life of Jesus or the life and times around. The events yeah. of Jesus' life. And this is a Christian movie. Yeah. So, it's kind of cool. taken... It's actually surprised me, thinking about how many Christian movies have been coming out. Um, I feel like that's kind of... It's cool. It's just, it's unexpected. Because, yeah, you have yeah. Risen, Young Messiah, and now this, which is definitely taking a different approach. But I still think it's... It may, it may go well. Um, yeah. I think that's a good chance of going well, especially with Je- Jennifer Garner. So, cool. Yeah. Um. So, those were the only two movies I really found important coming out this week. But we also were thinking about what what are you guys' favorite Christian movie? Yeah, this was because actually we talk about Facebook for us. Yeah, this was a question asked on Facebook, and I mean we've talked about Christian movies. Um, 
a couple podcasts ago, but we haven't really discussed what our favorite ones are. So, so those were the only two movies that I really found super important coming out this week. But there was a question on Facebook asking us, what is our favorite Christian movie? We've sort of discussed favorite uh, or Christian video games, but we haven't really discussed our personal favorite Christian movies. So that's something that we're going to answer right now. Joe, you start. I don't really know. Um, <laughs> I know it's not. Oh, man. I've talked about this before in that I don't feel like Christian movies have been high quality over the years. So mm-hmm. I never really put much stock in them. It's it's films like what we're going to get this week with Jennifer Garner that would make me veer in that direction. Um I've read through plenty of Christian novels, and you know I've watched one or two movies based on those. Um, but most of the Christian movies that I have seen have been pretty cheesy overall. Things like um, Facing the Giants was that the one that that church did? That's done several. They did Fireproof and and several others as oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I think Facing the Giants was the best one of those that I have seen. The football movie. Uh, and there, there's a scene in that movie where I lost it. Like, broke down <laughs> in tears. Oh. It's, you know, one of the characters has lost his daughter. Uh, she she passes away. And he, get, she, he she always wanted him to dance with her. And he wouldn't dance with her. Uh, he goes back after she's passed away and gets out of the car at that location and dances. Oh, so feels no, (laughs) (laughs) I I think that was a pretty good one. Even still the acting, that one was pretty rough. So um, I really enjoyed risen a few weeks ago. Risen was was done really well. well. Yeah. Hmm. And of course, if you haven't seen it, the passion of the Christ is I've I've only watched it the one time I saw it in theaters and I just it's a rough go but it's a very mm-hmm. powerful movie yeah so I've watched that the last couple of Easter's right uh, like within the week of Easter yeah what about uh, you Shelley uh see because I'm kind of same as you with the whole you know Christian movies are usually not high quality thing so. The first movie that comes to mind is Remember the Titans, which is one of my favorite movies just in general. And it's not, you know, Christian movie. It's not put out Christian movie. But it's, to me, so Christian because of just, like, what's in the movie. Um, I, I think it's hilarious that you mentioned that because I fought myself to say that very thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I think Remember the Titans is a good one, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that movie to death. Um, but, I mean, it's not presented as a Christian movie. But I definitely... It's just... I see God in it, so I'm just like... Ah, oh, it's yeah. Christian. But, um, no, it's hard. That and... I mean, Blind... You know, I mean, those are obviously both football movies. But Blindside is kind of the same sort of idea. Um, how it's not exactly presented as a Christian movie, but uh, Sandra Bullock, her family, is Christian and takes in um, What's-His-Face and... <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the movie. Um, mm-hmm. That was but, a good movie. I can't remember yeah. the name of it. I can't... 
I can't think of like a Christian movie that I've What would seen. make a good Christian movie though? That's the what question. What would make a good Christian movie? Probably what I've already sort of talked about. I mean, it, it's kind of a turnoff just saying that something's a Christian movie, I guess. Um, so putting out something that isn't really perceived that's not you if you're not advertising as advertising as a christian movie then all of a sudden it is a christian movie and it's like clear that god is in it i like those movies which is why i like remember the Mm -hmm. titan so much and blindside and those types of movies um so yeah that's what i sort of lean towards but with this with uh miracles from heaven um it actually does look really interesting so i might see that even though it is sort of advertised as christian but yeah I guess I would just say remember the Titans then. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I think about this kind of stuff way too much for someone who has no money. Um, <laughs> my immediate response is take the way that The Walking Dead is written and make a movie. Uh, it is not a Christian show, but it is one of the best Christian shows on television. Okay. Yeah. Especially when Herschel was around. Oh, and yeah. He always had. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite lines in the entire show is Rico's, I can't come back from this. And Herschel says, you can always come back. Yeah. And there are lines like that all throughout the show, especially, like I said, especially when Herschel was there. And it was not a Christian show, but Christian values are seen throughout the entire show. Morality is shown throughout the entire show. Um, Mm -hmm. Even when it's morality in a negative way, it still makes you think. Yeah. Yep. So that's my immediate thing is don't make a Christian movie, but make a movie that really makes you wrestle with your own morality and makes you think. Um, yeah. yep. The best biblical show, and I don't know why no one's made this yet, would be a movie about the Apostle Paul. Yes. Yeah. You get a movie about a guy <laughs> who kills Christians and then becomes one of the best Christians in the world. Um. Yeah. I think that would be the best biblical movie, I think. But I, like you guys, I, like Shelly said, I, the Christian, idea of a Christian movie automatically gives it a stigma. And I think starting to make a movie with that in mind is the wrong way to go. I would say that Captain America is one of my favorite Christian characters. Yeah. Uh, Even though he doesn't always, he kind of let me down in a Winter Soldier a few times. Because you're looking at it and you're like, I want to see those Christian values again. And they strayed away from it. But it was so awesome to hear him so naturally in Avengers. Go, There's only one God, ma'am. And he wouldn't dress <laughs> like Thor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so it's uh, so subtle. But it's there. Yeah. And people notice it. So. I mean, yeah. if you literally. You say that someone's a Christian. That's all you need to do. Um, I feel like for people to get the message. And then you show them living that. And it doesn't have to be super cheesy. Just put them in whatever movie plot you want to put them in and let Michael Bay direct and it'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) There'll be explosions and special effects. A lot of people are so mad at me right now. They're like, not explosions. Terrible. Heretic. Uh, He ruins movies. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just, I think that's the way to go. You put, you don't need to say much more about a character than that they are Christian. And then I think that they're wrestling. Um, I think it does a huge disservice to make them, you know, the stereotypes that most 
put Christians in in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, that they're also, perfect Christians who exactly. Yeah, it'd also be really bad to put them in a position where they're perfect Christians and people go, "Well, I don't want to." That's not going to happen if I try to do that. Um, I think Daredevil, yeah. another great example. Um, he's a Christian, and throughout the entire show, he's constantly struggling with what's right and what's not. Is that ever stated? That he's no. a Christian? Yeah. Daredevil? Yeah. He goes to... Uh, he's a Catholic. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I didn't know. <laughs> I don't pay attention to Daredevil that much, though. A lot of his stuff, if you look at it, he's struggling with his faith. Um, that's yeah, a huge part right. of the comics. And they push on it a little bit in the show. I think they're going to push a lot more on it this season. Well, like you uh, mentioned, it, they even allude to that pretty strongly in the trailer now that you mention it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. He's always going in and going, am I doing this right? Is this wrong? I'm beating Yeah, what is right? Up. What is wrong? Yeah, definitely. Um, it's very cool. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. I don't know. You don't have a perfect Christian. You don't have, obviously, a bad, like, a stuck-up Pharisee-like Christian. Like, most stereotypes make us look. Um, you just have a very real person kind of struggling with their faith in whatever situation you put them in. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. It was also a really good segue. Talk about Daredevil. Um, yeah, because that's coming <laughs> out next week. Uh, oh, I this week, this, week, this Friday. I keep saying next week. This Friday comes out. Uh, and it's going to have Punisher and Elektra. Apparently, Elektra teams up with Daredevil. I don't know about that. I saw that somewhere. Um, it's going to be really good, I think. Are you guys excited? Uh, yeah, I am. Daredevil is one of the few shows that really got its hooks into me as a mm-hmm. Netflix original. It's just like, oh, this, yeah, oh, it's bring, bring it on. I, I thought that the bad guy in the first season felt like a giant angry baby. <laughs> yeah. Literally. He looked like a giant angry baby too. And that frustrated me, but I thought Daredevil and, and his character and I thought they were well done. So I'm hoping that the bad guys this time around are better. Uh, your Punisher is going to be one of them. Punisher. That'll be yeah, no, uh, I got. So I got. I am not seen season one, so I gotta do that if I want to see season two. It's good. It is not as edgy <laughs> as Jessica Jones was, which is a good thing, I think, <laughs> for me. It's still rated R, but it's not rated R for the sake of being rated R, um, like it's, a lot of shows are. It was yeah. just the violence and the realism. Yeah, makes sense. Also, speaking about that universe, Luke Cage, we met on Jessica Jones. And he is getting his own show. We all kind of knew that. People that have been really focusing on all that stuff. Um, but his official date has happened. It's September 30th. From his mouth during a Daredevil like premiere thing. Um, so September 30th. He will have his own show. It's going to be really cool. He's a bartender. And Jessica Jones, which is crazy. Um, but he's invincible. And so... Okay. That would be really interesting. That sounds fair. Yeah, like bulletproof, invincible skin. Like Superman, like like that type of bulletproof. Yeah, he's super strong, but it seems like it's a natural strength. Uh, like he just works out a lot. Yeah. Um, but his invincibility is his thing. I think, I want to say in the show, like they were breaking needles trying to get him in his skin because they couldn't do it. Wow. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, like Invincible, Invincible. I'm super stoked for it. I'm all over this universe. Um, I watched Jessica Jones, and the Purple Man was the creepiest uh, villain I've ever seen, which makes me mad that David Tennant was the Purple Man because I love David Tennant as a doctor, <laughs> and now <laughs> I can't see him the same as way the ever again. Yeah. yeah. Plus, they're ruining my thing. For those of you who only listen and never see me, I'm purple. I, I love purple. He's the purple <laughs> Make That's me it. look bad. <laughs> uh, That's my getup. That's my color. <laughs> right? Exactly. That's not my brand. <laughs> um, another big thing. We're kind of staying in like the AMC universe and in the Daredevil, like all the superhero stuff. There is a show in the works. Um it's actually sooner than I thought it was. I thought it was just being written. Um, I think it comes out in May called Preacher. Those of you who really know comics probably know who Preacher is. I don't know a lot about him. May 22nd is when it comes out on AMC, right after Fear the Walking Dead's midseason finale. Um, okay. And Preacher is about a man who was a preacher and then kind of decides to take justice into his own hands. Um, I know it's really dark, the comic. The comic's are really dark. So I assume this will be. Uh, I'm worried about it because I don't haven't read the comics and I don't know how they portray Christianity. But I want to say it's another comic where he's really wrestling between what's right, what's wrong. Up, yeah. Christian thing to be doing. Um, but I don't trust anyone more than I trust AMC with this. I think... Okay. AMC treats faith very well. Mm-hmm. And so I, I have a lot of faith in this. Cool. Okay. And besides Daredevil, there's nothing really coming out. All of our TV shows are on air now for the most part. Um, all of your mid-season breaks are over. Mid-seasons are, or the end of the seasons are all underway. Um, I guess except Fear the Walking Dead will be coming up in a few weeks. I still haven't but, seen the first season of that. It's interesting. It's more suspenseful than Walking Dead is. I feel like Walking Dead has become more of a drama. Well, it's fear the Walking Dead, so it's, it's got gotta... kind of a suspense, not necessarily horror, but um, suspenseful uh, feeling yeah. to it. You're kind of on the edge of your seat. It was done really well. I liked it. Also, okay. Jesus from Risen is one of the characters in it. Ah. Oh. I don't remember who he plays or like his name. Same actor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But that is everything going on in the world of geekery. Um, we were all worried that we wouldn't have a lot of content to talk about. I feel like we got pretty deep into some of the stuff. Um, <laughs> a lot of exciting things are happening. Not a lot in general, not a lot of little things, but the stuff that is going on is huge. Definitely for sure. Uh huh. As Joe yawns, we better get going. <laughs> <laughs> or get him a Red Bull, and we'll talk for another two hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe, where can we find you at? Find me on Twitter at Jonos Games and at Righteous Fury G. Follow me on Twitch at Righteous Fury Gaming. Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. You can find me on Twitch at Shellshock24. Awesome. And you can find me at Cody Armor on Twitter and YouTube.com slash ArmorCody on YouTube, obviously. Um, also, make sure you check out the website because it's all kind of redesigned and we're super excited about it. You can direct people there for anything that we're doing. 
Uh, so if you want to check out the Twitch channel, you're going to find it on geeksandgrace.com. Community, find that on uh, geeksandgrace.com, podcast, Christian news show, all of it. Um, so we're talking about that. Also, we have a Patreon, and we'll probably start doing that at the beginning of the video, just mentioning that we have it. We don't have any rewards set up yet. We're thinking about doing some stuff. But um, if you do want to help support our Patreon, you know, a couple bucks goes a long ways. Um, we, we really appreciate that. We are doing, trying to update some goals, tell you guys, you know, what we're planning to do with the money and stuff. Because uh, as of right now, it's 60 volunteers and no paid staff. Everything is out of our pockets for the most part, except you guys did donate like 2,500 bucks this, uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> There's that. Um, but for the most part, it's, it's a lot of people giving their time into a mission they believe in. And uh, if you believe in that mission, too, uh, it, we, it could really use your support. Um, but anyways, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. See ya. Yeah. Yeah.